All right, y'all. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? You know, I was gone for a minute. You know, uh, typically I would have had the episode out earlier about the whole uh, talking about this past weekend in the NFL, but um, unfortunately I wasn't able to watch as many games as I would have preferred to watch. So you know, it is what it is with that. Um, but I did have a couple of picks, and you know, only the people that really, really fuck with me, aka the Spotify listeners, are aware of those picks. Um, so um, I'm only going to speak on the good. So um. I called the Jets. I called the Jets plus seven. Jets plus seven against the Packers. The Packers are slumping right now. The Jets are on the rise right now. They got Zach Wilson back. Y'all know I fuck with Garrett Wilson now. Uh, he's from Austin, Lake Travis. Went to Ohio State, did his thing. Uh, the Jets are. The Jets could be a problem. And hell, the state of New York could be a problem as far as football is concerned. Now, the records, I think, are much better than these two teams actually are. But... Eventually, at some point in time, your record is your record. You are your record. I believe Bill Parcells is the one that said that. So, I mean, hey, regardless of if we believe in this team or not, eventually, at some point in time, the Jets are four and two, the Giants are five and one, or four, yeah, five and one. Like you know, at some point, you you gotta acknowledge what it is that you're seeing. Now, I don't think either one of these teams are actual true contenders and will make any type of noise if even make the playoffs at all, but. After six weeks, they're where they stand. Um, now, NBA is uh, amongst us, so I'm going to be definitely <laughs> amongst us, or among us. Uh, fun story, real quick story. Um, so, well, I mean, we're a little bit older, so y'all might not be too aware of the whole game Among Us. Um, it's a mobile game or whatever, and um, I'm really not sure what you do in the game, but apparently there's like an imposter among you and everything. And like, you have to figure out who the imposter is. Um, but, um, this is one of the very first moments that I felt old. And, uh, it was back when I was working at, uh, the school and, uh, the kids were always playing some game. And I was like, what's that game called? Like, what, what is it? What is it that y'all are playing? And they're like, Oh, it's among us. And I was like, among who? Like, what's what's the game called like yeah i understand y'all the ones playing it like yeah but what's the game called among us i'm like i, I was getting mad i'm like all right all right all right little nigga <laughs> i ain't gonna ask you again what is the game called it's among us like all right say nigga i'm asking you what the fuck the game is called i understand it's a game that y'all are playing between y'all among y'all but what the fuck is this game called that y'all are fucking going so crazy with Sir, it's called Among Us. It's on the App Store. Go ahead and look it up. It's called Among Us. And I'm just like, oh, wow. I'm old. And I actually, I actually almost shed a tear that day. Um, Before I get into the NBA stuff, that, or NBA stuff that I wanted to talk about, let's see. Let's see. Um, I have some topics, but I'm also thinking, uh, yeah, I can talk about this one on my own. Fuck soccer. Fuck, fuck soccer. Fuck the sport of soccer. Like, it's so gay. Uh, it, it, any sport where you can, first of all, tie is stupid. But then also the fact that you can just waste time is just ridiculous. Like, if the goalie gets the ball, he can hold on to it for, honestly, as long as he wants to, which is dumb. Like, if if we have the lead and the, somehow our goalie gets the ball, like, you, I'm holding on to that shit until time goes out and then it's also this ridiculous dumbass rule where 
Like, oh, okay, well, we're going to go 90 minutes, but we're going to have extra time, and the extra time is at the discretion of the referee, and he can blow his whistle at any moment in time. What type of shit is this? It's so fucking stupid. It is so fucking stupid. I hate the sport of soccer. It's so gay. Um, the only reason I played it for, like, six years when I was younger is because I was too big to play football. They wanted me to play in the fucking high school weight class when I was in fucking first grade. So, you know, that wasn't going to be the best for my development overall. But, well, I mean, in hindsight, it could have made or or broke me. But just I fucking hate the sport of soccer. It is so fucking gay. And the fact that, like, the, that's the most popular sport in the world just blows my fucking mind. It makes me fucking sick. But it is what it is. Um... Let's see. No, I want to save that one. Um, yeah, I can talk about this too. So I was at the Austin FC soccer game, playoff game, uh, this past weekend. I actually got to meet the owner of Pluckers, and he gave me $100 for my services over the years. But um, they're singing the national anthem. And I've had a couple of complaints about the national anthem at these soccer games over the this past season. Because um, there was a couple of times where, well, one... Uh, there was one time where the uh, there was a friendly, I think it was a friendly match, and um, it was uh, two teams in Mexico, I believe they were playing, and they had the Mexican flag flying level with the United States flag, and uh, I felt a way about that. Um, I understand that these are two Mexican teams that are playing, but they're playing this game in America. And they're playing this game in America for a reason. And uh, something about seeing that flag being flown at the same level as our flag in our country really grinded my gears. But I didn't think it could get worse until this playoff game this past weekend. So they had this dude singing the national anthem. And he was a black dude. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. We got a black dude singing the national anthem. All right, cool. This nigga proceeded to, I, 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 I don't even, I don't even know how to describe this. All I can say is this nigga clearly, clearly hates the United States of America. He clearly has some very, 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 very strong feelings, negative feelings at that about the United States of America. That was the absolute worst rendition of the national anthem I have ever seen. You could get a fucking mute person that could have done a better job. I would have rather seen somebody throwing up gang signs and shit, like, you know, the fucking interpreters when they're doing all their hand signs, ASL, all that shit. I would have much rather have seen that than what this nigga did to the national anthem. If I was a racist white man, and I saw... <laughs> speaking of which... <laughs> coming soon but if i was a racist white man and i saw this nigga sing the national anthem the way that he did oh boy there's some unarmed black men being killed tonight i'll give you that much god damn it i'll tell you that much god damn it. hey connor 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 not now connor not now connor Ooh, that was absolutely awful he he found a way to stutter during the national anthem he, he forgot the words he was going in between 13 different octaves. Um, I just knew that it was dry. It would drive Miss Hendricks and Miss Weaver fucking insane. And as I'm watching this nigga sing the national anthem, I'm just over here just like, hey, yo, yo, dog. Uh, I, I was in choir for about nine years. Like, I ain't trying to say that, like, you know, like, I mean, I'm just like him. But, like, bro, 
I know I could have sang the national anthem better than this nigga. I know for a fact I could have sang the national anthem better than... Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just, I, 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 I and I'm, I'm, I'm bullshitting right now. And that was miles better than what this nigga did to the national anthem. I swear to God, anybody that's ever seen this nigga, spoken to this nigga, shared the same airspace with this nigga, should be imprisoned. What that nigga did was tantamount to treason, and he should be fucking killed. Fucking killed that was I, i'm 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 sick i'm sick i'm sick i i just don't understand if you're going to be singing and, and guys 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 this was a nationally televised game this was on a b c not espn2 not espnu not fucking the sec network not the longhorn network not fox sports not fox sports 2 not some extra bullshit not not univision not kbvo a b c and this nigga came i'm sick i'm fucking sick i am fucking sick with what that nigga did to the national anthem. I just. I, I, <sighs> and the rockets red glare. The bombs bursting in air. Gave proof through the night. That our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave for the land of the free and the home of the brave? It was, it, it, it was that hard. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's not that fucking hard. And this nigga found a way to completely take a shit on the national anthem. I'm sick. I'm fu I was fucking furious. And you got to remember, we're in Austin, fucking Travis County, liberal ass shit, you know, all that. And like, you know, they're, they, it was a black dude singing the national anthem. So, you know, they got to like pretend to be respectful, like, you know, because they're woke. So America's racist. So they don't give a fuck about America. But because it was a black man singing it, you got to act like you give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was so bad, they didn't even give a fuck. They, yeah, nah, fuck all that shit. Yeah, nah, fuck, yeah, nah. We gonna get our tickets, get our hot dogs, get our popcorn, get our drinks. Yeah, like, I ain't even acknowledging that the national anthem's being sung right now. I, I was, I was, I was just, I was, I was sick. I was sick, y'all. I was, I was sick, but whatever. It is what it is. It is, it is what it is. Um... Anything else I want to address with y'all? I saw a midget couple... Well, yeah, you know, I saw a midget couple at the game, and I thought that was interesting. I thought that was interesting because, you know, I mean, typically, I mean, like, you know, there's a lot of interracial and inner, you know, mixing things going on, and that's cool and all that. But I, I, I just, I, 
I wanted to ask, I saw these two, and I, I don't even know what the politically correct term is, but this is politically incorrect. So I just don't like, I saw a midget couple. And I was very, I was very much flabbergasted by this. Like, I wanted to ask them, so, like, how did y'all meet? Is there, like, a dating app? Is there a, like, how how did you, like, and then also, like, you know, because I, I used to be, I used to be obese. I used to be fat. Well, I'm still technically obese, according to BMI, but I used to be fat. And, you know, people would always think that I would be attracted to fat women. I was like, why the fuck do you think that I want a fat bitch? Like, I don't, why, why, why do you think that's my bag? Why do you think I want her? Like, like, no, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not attracted to that shit at all. Just because I'm big, I'm supposed to be like, no, fuck no. So I, I just find it interesting because, you know, typically we're attracted to our opposites, opposites attract. So I just, I, I it's, it's, I mean, I can understand how dating could possibly be difficult for a little person, but I just, you know, it, I, I was, I was just. It was just very, very interesting to me. Very, very interesting to see two little people together in what seemed to be a happy relationship. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting to see. I would love to, you know, get a little bit more backstory onto how that came to be. Because, I mean, it's kind of, it's also like, I would be a little upset. Like, in a little, like, taken aback. Just like, oh, so you only like me because I'm, like, the same as you? Like, because I'm a little person or I'm such and such? Like, I, I would like for there to be a little bit more substance about, you know, why you're with whoever it is that you're with. Um, Just, just a little bit. I'm not asking for much. I'm not asking for much. But, like, you know, just, you know. Like, I, I, I love I, I love black love and, you know, I support black couples and everything. But don't just be with somebody just because they black. Like, and white people, don't just be with somebody just because they white or just because they're Mexican or just because, like, you know, whatever. I would like for there to be a little bit more substance to it. But every, obviously, everybody's different. But two midgets. I kind of want to know, are two midgets, do they, do they have a midget baby or is it possible for their baby to be normal? Sized. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm wilding right now. I'm wilding right now. I had a very interesting experience at Mod Pizza um, last week, and um, I'll probably share that story with y'all. Uh, I mean, none of y'all are going to believe it, but, you know, it's pod. It's pod. So, you know, it is what it is. Maybe one day I'll uh, share that story with y'all. Okay. Well, um,. Anything that I want to discuss football related? Um, I don't think so. I think we're good on that. Um, oh, it was an awful week for me for my picks back in August. Uh, all right, fine. I'll fuck it. I'll tell y'all. I had three picks. I shared them on my Spotify only, but I mean, y'all don't fuck with me, but the people that do appreciate you. Um, my picks that I had on Spotify was Jets plus seven. Cowboys plus six and a half and the Jags uh, straight up. Well, the Jags called me a nigga. Um, the Cowboys, they had an opportunity, but didn't pan out. So, you know, went one for three. But I did luck up into hitting a parlay. Uh, so last week I had the Dolphins, the Eagles and somebody else. I think the Jags or something. I don't remember. Um, but I also thought that I had picked the over under for the um, Bengals and the Ravens. Well, apparently unbeknownst to me, um, I picked the over for the Bengals and the Saints last week. 
Um, I assure you that's not what I was going for, but I ended up getting the Bengals were Saints over of 44. And, well, they scored 56 points in that game. So I looked into my account uh, today, just, you know, just checking to see what's going on. And, well, apparently I had a parlay that hit. And I was just like, well, this I don't recall this. What parlay did I have hit? And it was those picks from last week and then the one from this week, apparently. So shout out to uh, the bookie, I guess. Well, not necessarily a bookie, but you get the point. doesn't matter. Um... Yeah, I, I I wasn't able to watch as much football as I wanted, so I can't really can't really speak too much on uh, this past week in the NFL. Um, anything as far as fantasy? No, nah, we're good on that. We're good on fantasy. Um, that mob pizza story is very very maybe maybe you know I, that's probably gonna be a Spotify only. That's probably gonna be a Spotify only. All right, y'all. So the NBA season is among us. See what I did there? The NBA season is, you know, here. So uh, I want to discuss some uh, NBA. How do I want to do this? Um, fuck it. It's the beginning of the year. We'll go through all of them, but I'm not going to spend too much time on any of them in particular. So I have my projected win totals for each team, as well as a take, comment, thought, whatever the fuck about every team in the NBA. And I also did have those broken down into the teams that I believe are going to make the playoffs. So I guess we'll start here. Uh, the Celtics. Uh, so obviously there's some drama going on around that organization, uh, but I believe the Celtics are going to win 45 games this year. Um, I do think that their defense is going to be better. So yes, I'm already contradicting myself because I think they're going to win less games than they won the past year, but their defense is going to be better than the all time great defense that they had last season. Um, I mean, they still have Marcus smart. They still have Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams. I think Robert Williams is going to be injured for the beginning of the year. Um, but Malcolm Brogdon, he's a good defender as well. So I think that that defense has the potential to be even better than it was last year. And last year was an all time great defense. Um, the Nets, I'm projecting 47 wins. I think 47 is a solid number. Um, they don't have no leadership on that team, uh, but there's obviously some talent on the team, and talent's going to be enough to win some regular season games, but leadership is going to be an issue when it gets down to, you know, the games that matter. Um, ben Simmons is going to be the key to that team, in my opinion. Ben Simmons, we all know that he's not the best of shooters, um, but he can, without even trying, Without trying at all, he can give the Nets what Draymond gives the Warriors. Without trying. Now, if he tries, oh, yeah, no, the sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Um, so Ben Simmons can take them from, I projected them to win 47 games, but if Ben Simmons is half of the player that he's supposed to be at this point in time in his career, the Nets can easily win 60 games. Obviously, if everybody's healthy and Kyrie doesn't go rogue, but you know, I mean, Kyrie not going rogue is a lot within itself, but whatever. Um, Knicks, I have them uh, winning 35 games. Uh, yeah, they're missing the playoffs. They're missing the playoffs. The problem is they're going to miss the playoffs, but they're going to win enough games to not be in the victor sweepstakes. So, um, yeah, sucks for the Knicks. Um, 76ers, I believe they're going to win 50 games, and I'm just going to say it here. You heard it here first before a dribble was even dribbled this NBA season. I believe that the 76ers at this moment in time are going to win the championship. Why do I believe they're going to win the championship? Um, long story short, Gematria. Long story short. 
And before you, I mean, if you don't know anything about Jamachia, before you look it up and before you laugh it out and, you know, not take it seriously at all, Jamachia was the main reason why I was unwavering in believing that the Warriors were going to win the championship last year. And it's very simple, very obvious, and I believe I talked about it in the past. And, I mean, you could say it's a coincidence. I don't give a fuck. Um, there was a, the past season was recognized as the 75th NBA season, and there was one team. One team in the NBA, all 30 teams are part of the NBA, which is celebrating its 75th season. One team decided to have the number 75 on their logo at center court for all 41 of their home games and all of their playoff games. That one team is the reigning champ Golden State Warriors. Sure. Yeah, it's a coincidence. Okay, it just so happened. Literally any team could have done it, but the one team that did is the reigning champions. Whatever. I don't care whatever so that was the 75th season now we're going into the 76th season seems like the perfect year for the 76ers to win a championship just saying uh toronto uh have them projected to win 42 games and uh i think they're going to make the second round i think they're going to make the second round um and I, I i don't really have them i didn't have them projected to win too many games but i think they'll obviously make the pool actually let me make sure i had them in the playoff space over these projections uh yeah, and I had them in the playoffs. So oh, but they're gonna be uh yeah, so okay. Well that's not gonna add up, but you know, fuck it. Uh my hot take is that they're my hot take, my take, my thought, my thesis, whatever the fuck, is uh they're gonna make the second round of the playoffs. Um I like Pascal, Scotty Barnes is improving every year, Fred Van Van Fleet is still nice and I just believe they have a nice core, solid pieces around them. They made the playoffs last year. They could have made some more noise, but um you know, they were dealing with injuries, so it is what it is. Joel and B decided to, you know, be a I'm not gonna say that. Um but yeah. Anywho, uh I guess I'll stick in the East. Uh so uh, I have the Bulls uh winning forty games. Um Lonzo matters. Lonzo matters. Them not having Lonzo ball is gonna definitely be a problem. Now granted they played a majority of the season last year without Lonzo. Um but uh they didn't really excel. They weren't really um Great. I mean, DeMar DeRozan was good. Zach Levine was cool. Vucevic is cool. But it's just kind of as if it's only it looks like they need like somebody to lead that offense, like a floor general, like a quarterback. Like, I don't fuck with Chris Paul at all. But if Chris Paul was on that team, they probably win 60 games. Just saying. Probably win 60 games. Um, let's see the Cavs. I'm projecting them to win 47 games. Donovan Mitchell's the X factor. I'm not big on Donovan Mitchell at all, but it's going to be, does Donovan Mitchell buy into what the Cavs are doing or do the Cavs acquiesce to Donovan Mitchell? Because Donovan Mitchell is the, you would think clear quote unquote, all-star superstar leader of that team. You would think, but he's the new guy adding into their mix and they're building something there. And Darius Garland is pretty good. So, you know, could be problematic, could be a good match. We don't know, but I do believe that they're going to be an upper echelon team in the Eastern Conference this year. Uh, the Pistons, uh, projecting them to win about 25 games. Um, this, we, we just, I, I, I don't know. I don't, this, I think this year we're going to know all we need to know about Kay Cunningham. I think we're going to, I think he's, questions will be answered. Is he a guy that's going to be able to carry them over the hump and be that franchise player and be a transcendent great player and you know somebody deserving of that number one overall pick or is he just another really good guy and his stats can be good but his impact could not 
that that's the difference because of the era of the NBA that we're in, like there's, it's just so fast paced, so many possessions. And I mean, you can have a triple double and have no impact on the game, like zero, none LeBron James. Um, so we also have the, uh, Pacers, um, I'm projecting them to win about 20 games and I think they're in the lottery. Um, I think they're in the, uh, Victor Web those sweepstakes. So, um, yeah. And I, I, the teams that I think that are in that sweepstakes for Victor, are not going to be in the best interest of the NBA. So ideally, like maybe the Knicks win the lottery and I, I don't want the Knicks to have Victor for personal reasons, but whatever. Um, all right. The Bucks, I have them uh, projected to win 52 games. I think they're solid contenders, but I just, I'm, I don't know. Well, based off of who I said is going to be the NBA champs. Well, then obviously they're not going to make it to the finals, but Bucks do the same team more or less than the team that won a championship two years ago. Um, they did lose Dante DiVincenzo, go Warriors. Uh, that's going to be a hell of an addition for them. Um, but as long as they're healthy, I'm not big on Chris Middleton. I don't think anything, but eh, whatever. I, I I think we can all agree that the Bucks are a contender and a solid team in the Eastern Conference. Now, next, the Hawks. This is my surprise team. This is my bit. This is the team that I'm locked in on this year. This I might even go as far as to say this is my favorite team in the Eastern Conference. Um, I have the Hawks projected to win 50 games, and I believe that the Hawks are going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'll go even further. I think Trey Young's going to be MVP. I'll go even further. Okay, 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 now I'm wild. I was going to say DeJounte Murray's going to be defensive player of the year, but I don't believe that. He's a solid defender. Uh, he's a good, decent facilitator. He's going to be able to take some of that pressure off of um, – Trey Young, I mean, not that they're really asking him to, you know, defend, but he's kind of going to be able to play a little bit of that clay role that that clay plays for Steph. He's going to kind of be able to do some of that for DeJounte or for uh, Trey. Um, DeJounte can also facilitate, so Trey can also like run around screens and be a little bit more active as a scorer. Um, I, I I love the addition of Dejounte Murray for the Hawks. John Collins at any point. Hey hey, I've been saying it for like four years. So I mean, at some point I gotta be right. John Collins is the second coming of Amari Stoudemire. Amari 2.0. At some point I gotta be right. At some point I gotta be right. Uh, Bogdanovich still solid off the bench. Is Bogdanovich still with them? Can't remember. Uh, uh, Onkongu, I fuck with him. Clint Capella, decent. Um, some people would even say he's the second best player on that team. I would say they're wrong, but you know, whatever. Um, I have high, 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 high thoughts on this Hawks team this year. <sighs> okay. All right. Next up, we got the, uh, you know what? Slight break right here. So guys, I ain't gonna lie to you. The main, I mean, this pod was going to come out at some point this week, but the main reason why this pod is, you know, being recorded right now is because I'm trying so hard. So, 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 so hard to not go to McDonald's and get two sausage biscuits right now. I'm, it doesn't make sense. Like, I'd be intermittent fasting. I meant to talk about this earlier. I'd be intermittent fasting without even really thinking about it. Like, I'll just start my day and, like, like I, I'm not really a breakfast guy for the most part. Like, you know, I might have breakfast, like, once, twice a week. I'm not really a breakfast guy. Um... So typically I'll have like one meal, maybe two, maybe two a day. But that one meal typically is until like six, seven, eight o'clock. Like I literally, like I just, like I, I oftentimes just be forgetting. I'll be sitting in the car. I'll be thinking like, damn, I ain't eat today. Damn. 
And I mean, honestly, that was a major factor in my uh, weight loss. Um, I just would not eat. Uh, and it's just not intentional. I'll just be doing shit. And next thing I know, a whole day is gone by. I'm like, oh, yeah, you have been eating today. You should probably handle that. Um, anyway, let's get back to it. Uh, the Hornets. Um, projecting them to win about 33 games. Uh, the Lamelo are bust, um, but they're you know probably gonna bust. Uh, Lamelo's the only bright spot for this team. Um, and I know 33 is a significant drop off from where they were last year because they were like in the 40s. They're a playing team and everything, but yeah, um, I just I just threw some numbers out there. You know, I just threw some numbers out there. Just you know, gut reaction type shit. Uh, I'm not too beholden to these numbers, but this is just what I think right now. Uh, Miami projecting to win 48 games. Um, I believe that this is the worst salary cap management in the history of team sports. Um, Jimmy Butler's contract, awful. Tyler Harrow's contract, awful. Um, Bam, I don't know his contract is. Probably not awful. Uh, Kyle Lowry's contract, awful. Uh, this I, I don't understand how they have any type of salary cap at all. And the fact that they still pay Udonis Haslam multiple millions of dollars is ridiculous. Uh, but you know, they were, uh, Jimmy Butler shot away from making the finals last year. And I ain't gonna lie to you. Had they have made the finals, I was disturbed. I was worried. I was concerned. Even though the Celtics were on paper, a better defensive team. I was concerned if Miami was the ones that would have made it out of there. So glad that didn't happen. Uh, also the Orlando magic last team in the Eastern conference. I'm predicting them to win uh, 22 games and they're in the, uh, victor sweepstakes as well. Um, Paolo and Victor, that could be a problem in the future. I mean, the GM of the of the Magic did say that they're going to win a championship by 2030. Getting Victor definitely expedites that process. Definitely expedites that. Uh, now let's, uh, you know what? Since I finished the East, my projected Eastern Conference standings, I have the Bucks 1, 76ers 2, Hawks 3, Miami 4, Nets 5, Cavs 6, and in the play-in at 7, I have the Celtics. And then uh, Toronto 8, the Bulls 9, and the Wizards 10. So, yeah. Um, now we're going to go to the Western Conference, and uh, we might as well start off with the, uh, you know, the Pacific Division. You know, the division that I've cared the most about the entirety of my career as a basketball fan, or life as a basketball fan, whatever. Um, just uh, different teams. Uh, Golden State Warriors, 65 wins. 65 wins. I believe they can fall into 65. The main reason why this more than likely will not happen, obviously, we're not accounting for injuries at this moment in time, but the team, this team is too deep. They're too deep. Even if Steph plays 25 or misses a game or whatever. Moses Moody was a lottery pick for a reason. Jordan Poole just got $140 million for a reason. Jonathan, Jonathan Kaminga was a lottery pick for a reason. He's nice. Uh, James Wiseman was the number two overall pick in the draft for a reason. So, you know. They have plenty and plenty and plenty of talent. The only reason why they may or may not hit the 60-plus wins is because mentally, those older guys on that team, they know how much effort and how much they put into that 72 and, or 73 and 9 season. And they, they were real locked into that. 
but obviously didn't end the way that they wanted it to. And they know that the regular season at the end of the day doesn't mean shit. What matters is winning that championship. So I think the closer they get to, you know, the 60s and high 60s, the more wary they're going to be. Like if if it's just something that happens naturally and they just fall into it, cool. I believe this team has the talent to win 65 games, but I think after a while they'll be like, like I think they'll start off the season hot like they did last year, uh, start off hard, um, and then you know around you know mid January to late to mid March they're just gonna kind of bullshit, let the youngins play, and then they'll start to get back into form. Uh, but during that stretch, they'll probably lose enough games to where, you know, they maybe fall to the three, possibly even the four seed. You know how deep the West is, but I don't think that's going to be any concern going into the playoffs of what this team is capable of doing. But like I've already said, I do believe the 76ers going to win the championship this year. Um, for the Clippers, I believe the Clippers going to win about 58 games. Uh, I believe they're going to be in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, I believe they're, uh an extremely deep team as well. Hell, I'll say they're actually deeper than the Warriors um, because the Clippers are deep, but they're deep with um, with uh, experience. Uh, the Warriors are deep with youth. These guys are deep with experience. And uh, Kawhi, you know, if he's anything like he was before he missed the entire season, then he's a top five player. Paul George, mm, top 10, 15. So, hey, they got a solid team. John Wall. Haven't really, really seen him play for a while, but they're not asking him to do much. Just facilitate to, you know, Kawhi and Paul George, and then they also have other weapons. Robert Covington, that's going to be a problem. So Clippers going to be a solid team. Uh, it may even be, yeah, based off of what my quote-unquote hot takes are, it looks like it's going to be Golden State and the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. So that'll be fun. Uh, Lakers, I'm um, projecting about 44 wins. Um, this is going to be uh, nothing but drama. Um, obviously, at some point this season, LeBron is going to pass Kareem for uh, all-time points. So that's really the uh, only thing that the Lakers are looking forward to this year. Uh, the Suns, I'm projecting about 48. Yeah, I know they won like 50, 60-something last year, but I think Luka fundamentally broke this team. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, that whole situation with him and Monty Williams, they haven't really resolved that. Um, if this team starts starts off slow, then it could get real bad real fast for them. Um, whenever you're relying on a 38-year-old point guard, probably not in the best of hands. Devin Booker, I mean, he went to Kentucky. He fucks with Kobe. On paper, I should love him, but I don't. I just, I just don't. He's, he's just not. He's not that guy to me. Uh, I, I won't talk down on him because, like I said, went to Kentucky. He fucks with Kobe, but nah. <sighs> not my dude. Not my dude like that. Um, Sacramento Kings, uh, I think they're improving. Uh, I, I'm projecting about 38. I project about 38. I, I like, uh, they got, uh, what's the name? De'Aaron Fox, Kentucky, Malik Monk, Kentucky. And I really, really, really like, uh, Sabonis and they have Sabonis. So the only reason why I think they're only going to win about 38 games is because, well, one, they have to play Golden State and the Clippers a combined eight times. So, you know, that's going to be tough. And that's just in the division alone. And then they're in the Western conference. I, you know, I think wins are going to be a little tough to come by, but I do like the uh, direction that this Kings team is going. Uh, now uh, let's go to Denver. Uh, Denver projecting them win about 54 games. Uh, they're a deep team as well. I don't think they're as deep as Golden State or the Clippers, but they're deep. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. I believe his X factor. I've been talking about Michael Porter Jr. For years. He's healthy now, I believe. And uh, he has the potential to be the superstar and the franchise player for that team. And I understand what I'm saying. And I understand that I'm saying about saying that about a team that has a two-time MVP and Nikola Jokic on it. 
Yes, I'm aware. Michael Porter Jr., problem. Well, can be a problem. Um, uh, the Timberwolves. I am going out on a limb, and I'm projecting 50. I'm projecting 50. Uh, I believe they're a year away from being an actual, real, legitimate problem. But adding Rudy Gobert, you would think, can help them out defensively to a degree. Kyle Anthony Towns can focus a little bit more on offense. They're still going to need him to, you know, you know, be a little locked in on defense. But having two seven-footers on the, in the paint, you know, on defense, you know, you would think that's going to be a good thing. And then Carl, what he can do on offense. Anthony Edwards, I did not like him out of college. I ain't going to lie to you. I did not like him out of college, but he, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I want to put him, I want to put him in my Mount Rushmore black win, black men. He might actually be in there. I need to check on that, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm low key a fan of this team. I'm low key a fan of the Timberwolves. Um, okay. See, um, ideally they win zero games. Ideally, they don't do anything, um, but I think they have just a little bit of talent, so they'll probably win, like, you know, probably about 12, 15, probably about 12, 15, but uh, they're clearly locked in on getting Victor, and having Chet and Victor, that will be a problem. That will be a massive problem. Uh, Portland, uh, I'm going to say about 37. Um, They should be in the sweepstakes to get Victor, but Damian Lillard is just too good, and I like Nurkic. Uh, so like, you know, they have enough talent in, on that team to not really be at the bottom of the barrel where they can get a lottery pick, but not going to be like in playoff contention. I believe they're like in that middle pack. So that's what they'll be. They'll probably have the eight, nine, 10 pick in the draft type shit. Um, Utah, ideally they win zero. Um, as far as talent is concerned, maybe they win 12. Um, but they 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 don't give a fuck about winning no games this year. They don't give a fuck about none of that shit. They they are they are locked in on Victor. Um, the Mavs. I think the Mavs win about forty nine games, and I think Luca needs to be the MVP. I already told you I believe Trey Young will be, but I think Luca needs to be the MVP. Um, best case scenario, obviously, that goes without saying. Um, if your best player is an MVP candidate, then you know you're good. But um, I'm st- I I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck with the mass because on one hand like hey they would be like I could see them being a top 4 team in the west and I could also see them being a playing team in the west like it's it's yeah it's just, it's crazy it's crazy uh, Rockets will go about 32 wins. Um, those are my young bulls. Uh, fuck Kevin Porter Jr. though, but those are my young bulls. I fuck with Jalen Green, uh, Jabari Smith. Uh, he might be cool. So you know, I'm excited to see them play. They're gonna definitely be a fun team as far as fantasy is concerned. But um, fuck Kevin Porter Jr. If I didn't mention that already, fuck Kevin Porter Jr. Fuck Kevin Porter Jr. Fuck Kevin Porter Jr. Um, anyway, uh, Memphis Grizzlies, fuck Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, fuck Kevin Porter Jr. Okay, Memphis Grizzlies, I project them to win about 53 games, um, but I believe they're a regular season team. Much like the Atlanta Hawks in the early 2010s, um, they're, they're just a regular season team. They're, they're solid. Who the fuck is trying to FaceTime me right now? I don't want to FaceTime you. I don't want to talk to you. No, 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 
No, no, it's too late for that. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't even have clothes on. I'm not trying to put clothes on. Yeah, guys, I'll be probably naked. I'll be probably naked. Um, Memphis Grizzlies, regular season team. Whatever. It is what it is. Uh, anyways. Uh, Pelicans, I'm thinking about 42 wins. Um, I also believe that they're one year away. Um, you know, getting Zion a year together with those guys, get a little chemistry. Um, can they be a playing team? Can they even possibly make from the playing? Possibly. But I don't have high expectations of them. And lastly, the Spurs, um, uh, zero. I uh, project them to win zero games. Obviously, that's not realistic, um, but clearly Greg Popovich does not give a fuck about this season. Um, he's over here bitching about Columbus Day, so that tells me all I need to know about uh, what the Spurs are going to be doing this season. All I need to know. Um, Indigenous People's Day? Pop, pop, pop. You do understand Columbus Day has been a thing for quite some time. And I'm not I'm not saying, like, I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying, like, oh, no, Columbus Day is a stable. Christopher Columbus was a great man. I'm not doing none of that shit. But whenever you, like, are nitpicking for shit to bitch about, clearly you're trying to deflect away from, you know, the fact that, you know, your team is ass. So, whatever. Um, Now, let's see. The Western Conference, I'm thinking... Uh, so I have Golden State as the one seed, Clippers at the two, Denver three, Memphis four, Minnesota five, Dallas six, and then uh, the playing teams: the Suns, the Lakers, the Pelicans, and the Kings. So that's what I'm thinking. Those are my thoughts on that. And then the main reason why I wanted to do this episode was because, and this obviously didn't pan out for me, um, uh, this first week. But um, in the wise words of Warren Buffett, you never go broke turning a profit. So because of that. I have decided this NBA season, I am going to, for the most part, no matter who they play, unless they happen to play against each other, I am picking these teams to win. Unless they're playing each other, I am picking these teams to win. And Okay, obviously I'm going to be smart, so like, if a major player isn't playing, then I'm not going to pick that game. If a major, like, if a, if... For example, I have the Bucks as a team that I'm locked in with this season. If Giannis isn't playing, I'm probably not going to pick that game. So, I mean, let's just let's just have a little bit of common sense about us, okay? Anyway, so teams that I'm, for the most part, damn near every night they play, I'm picking the Milwaukee Bucks, the Golden State Warriors, the Los Angeles Clippers, and the Denver Nuggets. Again, unless they're playing each other. Those are my four teams. Whatever their record is, my record will be. Also, I'm doing the same thing with teams as far as losing. So I'm pretty much picking against anybody they play. And that will be the Utah Jazz, the Indiana Pacers, and the San Antonio Spurs. Any teams they play, for the most part, I will be picking the other team the entirety of the season. So whatever their record is, the inverse-wise, that's my record. That's my strategy. That's what I'm going with this NBA season. Um, Yeah, that's it. That's it, guys. Um... We're going to be getting the game back together soon, um, dealing with some behind-the-scenes shit, trying to get everything situated for this uh, quote-unquote rebrand. Um, but I think y'all are really going to enjoy what we have cooking. So uh, go ahead and stick with us and uh, fuck with y'all. Um, anything else? Anything else? Anything else? And the Rockets' red glare, the bombs bursting in it. Gave proof through the night that our flag was still there.
Appreciate you for listening. We out.